once upon a time, the species of man remembered they were royal, divine creations of God. Then one day in the garden, Satan offered man an illusion of God's truth in the form of an apple. Fruit bore from a tree of false life, false light, and false knowledge coming from a false kingdom that he could only trick man into believing was the truth. Knowing that he could not take our free will choice from us, he was forced to create a matrix powered by our life force and driven by our emotionally unstable choices that would become the sole disconnect from our memories, our truth, and the one true God. The result of his action and man's choices left them as voluntary hostages to a hell they never knew they signed up for. So join us in the last hour as we help you walk yourself back out of the hell you were tricked into claiming as home and return to the kingdom of heaven. I was like in that moment while I was listening to that this the intro so hard that I was just zoned in like staring into my third eye. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the same space, just gone, like vision just into here but not really here. Yeah. I was in a different world. I was sitting here thinking about the apple, you know, like how when people hear that or anything really when it comes to all of this they they take it so literally yeah when it was a metaphor for the false fruit that we bear what are you talking about adam uh, eve really ate an apple she fucked us all up <laughs> it's her fault <laughs> no it, the, the metaphor is is taking something that was manipulated from its nature so the whole part of us even being outside of Eden right now happened the moment that Eden was manipulated away from the way that God created Eden to be. That was us taking the apple. The apple was the metaphor for the world. Yeah. You know, the, the false, vaccines. The false world. No, the, the, the world is the false, the kingdom. There's the, the world and the kingdom, right? So the world, you've got the the fake food-like substances on damn near every shelf in your grocery store. It's some kind of fake food that they put together with all their little concoctions yeah. like sorcerers in a fucking lab. And then you've got your produce who, and they're poisoning the farms that all this produce comes from Monsanto and all this, these um, pesticides and all this shit. And killing the soil and all the nutrients that are inside of it so by the time that if if you grow in something that has no no way to nourish you even if you grow you're still not nourished you know what i mean so yeah. that's that i'm referring to the plant in that way so when we go to consume those plants yeah we're still getting you know some nutrients but we're we're not getting what we're supposed to we're not getting what god created us to have because everything about this world this matrix that they have built for us um depletes everything that could energetically charge our light body and our light body is the most important space can you turn on the um timer sorry but our light body is the most important space for us 
because that is where we nourish ourselves, we love ourselves, we amplify ourselves. That's our life force that is within the vessel, the physical meat suit that we have, you yeah. know, the avatar, the spaceship, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, but for us to have a fully healthy physical body, we have to amplify our light body. And that goes so much further than just what we consume physically. That goes to what are we consuming mentally? How is the how is our environment, our kingdom, right? How yeah. is it functioning and flowing? Who's within it? How are they as far as their light body goes? Are, are they high vibrational in their light body, thus attracting all of heaven to them? And thus, by you being around them, you are fully attracting anything that they have, you know, attracted to them heavenly and if you're doing the same thing then you and your crew are nothing are attracting nothing but heavenly experiences to yourself yep. um what about the thoughts and feelings that you have are they high vibe or are they low vibe the if if they're low vibe then you're draining your life force if they're high vibe you're amplifying your life force and what we've said this over and over again whatever vibration the resonant frequency of your light body will send you into one of those spiritual realms in the ether, heaven or hell, as above, so below. They call it as above, so below because it is a replica. The below is a replica of the above. And you are in the center with free will choice to have either one because they look, feel, taste, smell, that everything looks the same. But the only difference is, is the output, the outcome, the experience that you're going to have by the choice that you make. So anyway, I remember I just wanted to go into the light body part because we were talking we about get so focused. we were here. We weren't even here. Yeah, but we for me, it was just that mankind, and this is oh, on my heart right now, are so focused on their flesh so focused on the physical realm because that's what they see that's what they touch that's what they feel that's what they they do things with but the physical is the last place that you, that everything expresses itself the ethereal is the first place so if you if you do something that's like if you were to traumatize someone right they don't recognize that trauma immediately in the physical they don't even they don't they don't even recognize it in the ethereal. It's later down the road when they're in experience and they're and they're affected by it and they have to come to terms with the fact that they're affected by it. And they're like, oh, my God, I'm affected by this. I didn't even realize that I affected myself because it happened on their soul first. And if they're not in tune in touch with their soul, then they won't recognize it when it actually happens to them. They won't feel that wound internally. Yeah. And, and man is so disconnected from their soul and so going towards their own wants. It's like, God, I love you and I believe in you and I got faith in you and I trust you, but I want to do what I want to do regardless of what you know I need to be doing and what you created me for. And that's that ego trap of I'm just going to do what I want to do regardless uh, I'm not concerned about everybody else and the impact and imprint that my choices are making on the collective whole that we are that is going to either restore heaven on earth or keep us suffering and bound in bondage in hell. And right now, everyone is in this this lack of 
awareness, but they're selfish in the flesh. They're, I want what I want when I want it. And no one can tell me that I can't have it. And then, and then they think that God is, God gave him the ability. Yes. He gave you the ability to have free will, but not to use it in a way that's going to harm the rest of his Eden. And that's where a lot of people mess up. All right. So today we're going to talk about the, the second half of the angelic nature. We went over last episode, a, a couple things, and we'll just dig into some things today. We'll go about 45 minutes and then we're going to be done. Um, so the next one on the list is your angelic self will be extremely optimistic while very discerned and analytical with observations and actions. It will not make decisions based off emotion, no matter how good it feels, but will rather observe and explore the experience and make a decision based off amplification and past life data and alignment. So what I'm saying with that is that it's never a good thing to make a choice when you are in a uh, extreme emotion in either direction. Cause you can be really, really happy. I've done this so many times where I'd be extremely happy about somebody that I met or some circumstance that I thought I saw aligning and coming together. And then I would make a choice based off of my happiness instead of what I was seeing in front of me, what the reality of the situation was. And then that happy choice would take me into a low vibe pl place. Or the opposite, I would make a choice based off of being in a very low vibe place in a, in, you know, emotionally unstable and reacting to my emotions instead of what I was supposed or instead of anything else, instead of being logical, instead of thinking things through and all of that. And then that choice that I make would keep me off path instead of bringing me back onto path. So your higher self understands that you can screw yourself over in either of those dimensions and it's going to um, get you to be more patient with yourself to, to wait for that last hour to yeah. make a choice. Mm -hmm. And, and honestly, when you get to that last hour, it's not really, it's not even a choice at that point. It's just for me, my choices are visions. I'll be in a situation and then, and I'm sure you do the same thing. We'll be in some kind of situation and you don't know what to do. If you're in your emotions, you start thinking about all the scenarios that could play out and you, you become blind to the solution of the, of the whole situation to begin with. So when you let it go, it releases all of those thoughts, all those feelings and all those visions, and then allows for your vision connection to God, him to show you the path that you can take out of this, that's going to get you where you need to go. And then uh, that's when you have that aha moment or that revelation, like, ah, oh, that makes sense. That's what I can do. And then everything just aligns and takes off from that point. And you, it's like jumping in a vehicle and going down the road. Like it's that simple, yeah. but it can be very complicated if you are constantly used to making your choices out of emotion instead of out of logic and critical thinking and, you know, being in a state of being instead of a, a state of wanting. Does that make sense? Yeah. You just got to be calm, collective. Like before anything is done, you just got to have to really think about everything for a second. Like you can't, you can't just sit there and under and let your emotions run you. So if there is a spot or something going on in your life where, you do have to 
you're being tested to see how you react. It's it's great to to take a step back for a minute. There's no rush. Honestly, if you're in alignment and you're doing everything right, then nothing will be rushed. It'll be all it'll all be on time. Yeah. So it's a matter of just being able to think clearly, logically, intuitively, and see where each path lies. It's about seeing the 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 play out of it go before you even make a decision. Not just make a decision and be like, well, let's see what happens. I mean, yeah, you're gonna there is times when you're gonna get have to get to a point where you just take that leap. You don't know what's going to happen. But other than that, that throughout the times and things that we go through personally, we can map it out. Like if somebody comes to us, for example, with a business opportunity or something where we can make money or whatever it is, we, we could see exactly how it's going to play out before we even get started, how we're going to feel. I mean, yeah, it's like, yeah, we can make money doing this. We know how, we know the skill set, but then we are like, we see the people tied to it. We see, see the, how much the it's going to drain our soul. Yeah. How it's going to take away time from the family. It's like, we look at that. All stuff. The, yeah. We look at all the things that are actually important and relevant yeah. to life and being here. And we can see all the things that are going to be detrimental to us, keeping our peace and our sanity and our well-being and quality of life by taking that like, cool, there's money on the other side of it, like all these things, but what are we trading for those dollars? And that's, it's very important to us. We, we have this, we, our standards, as I've said, are God standards and we don't just drop them just because someone dangles money in our face. Even if someone was to come by and say, Hey, I want to invest in the podcast and you give me blah, blah, blah amount of money or whatever, or, or, whatever it is that they're wanting on the other side to, to that answer. God gave me the answer to that. And he was like, um, you, this, if someone comes and they want to, to bless this mission you're on, it needs to be a blessing, not something that comes from a place with an intention or a motive behind it of personal gain off of God. Like, that's not how this should be, you know? Yeah, no, like you shouldn't, if you're coming from the right place at heart, then you should be coming from a place of, I know that what God is putting through you and your vessel is so important for this earth that it needs to get out there. And I don't have any attachment to it because it's not mine to be attached to. God gave it to you, not me. I just want to help it get further. Yeah, that's the place that it should come from. That's a genuine place that it should that that things come from when they come from a place of I want to help you, but this has to happen for me to help you. That's not a genuine place. That's not aligned with God. You're aligned with hell at that point. So anyway, um, another thing was. The last your one. no, I'm not going one. to that one yet. I'm still in the same one. It, your decisions. Your higher self is going to observe everything. And it will wait to the last moment, that last hour before it acts, because it wants to see the truth be revealed in every situation. And it can only be revealed through time. You're not going to just run up on somebody and say you vibe, but they haven't done their shadow work and they're not facing the truth. It's only a matter of time before that ticking time bomb goes off and they're either triggered and offended by you and run away or becoming a drain on you, right? So, or you are in a situation and you don't know the magnitude of what it's asking of you. 
Like the truth hasn't been revealed to you about it yet. So if you jump into something really fast and I was so, man, I did this so many times. I'd jump into everything as soon as, as soon as I was like, cause I was like, oh, I'm optimistic and I'm going to take risks. I learned a lot by doing that. And I learned when not to do that, how to stay optimistic while still keeping myself from going into places I shouldn't be in. I did that with a lot of uh, network marketing. It's like well, what a lot of people do. They just hop from company to company because it's uh, something cooler. Uh, just, and they're just fulfilling they're an external it. thing. They're, they're externally validating their own existence instead of internally doing so. And so anyway, no greater rush than that, I guess. <laughs> no, there's a, no, a no. heaven of a, lo- a lot matrix, greater rush than that. Nobody knows what it is. They yeah. just, that's where they find it outside of themselves. So your higher self is also, but, but that's the thing when they, when you're, when you watch everything reveal itself, you're left with an easy choice at the end because it's just obvious what it is it's revealed itself to you it's not hiding anymore it'll make itself known and so you get to a place where you are you explore the experience like you you will take your time with it instead of a one-night stand with it you know you want to take your time and get to know the relationship that you're having with it yeah and then you you also make choices based off of them amplifying you or draining you like when you when you just cut past all the bullshit, get rid of the excess fat of everything and all the complication and every decision that you make in every scenario and you're focused on all these external things and you just go to this is either amplifying or draining me. And you make your choices from that place, you relieve yourself from so many things that you were you would have suffered before. And then also your your higher self is also doing it based on past life data. And what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is everything, the Akashic records is in the blood. So anything you've ever felt, thought, spoken, seen, experienced, whatever, it's in the Akashic records. So you are able to tell when something is past life data, like I have a skill set that I was born with, right? Say I was born with a skill set. And everybody's like, wow, God must have blessed them. Well, God blessed us all, first off. And this skill set that this person, individual was born with was something that they had mastered over many times of coming here and doing this work to heal themselves, right? It's like embedded in the soul. Yeah, it, it soul is. Soul memory. Kasha record, soul memory, DNA. So another thing is your angelic self is motivated, disciplined, organized, hygienic, considerate, dedicated, and self-nurturing. Your lower self is the one that doesn't want you to have discipline. It's the one that doesn't want you to be responsible. It's the one that doesn't want you to care what your actions are doing to other people your angelic self is not going to tolerate any of that because it knows what the structure of heaven is. It knows what it needs to be operating like for you to maintain and sustain heaven in your reality. So therefore, if it can't embody the low vibration, the angelic self is not going to tolerate your bullshit. 
it's going to make you aware of yourself and it's going to make you rise up. Like we've talked about before, my higher self will attack my body and force me into a space where I have to rise up. Like I said, I went into that space when I was not listening to God when it came to my diet. I was listening to man and the marketing and all the shit that was out there. And it almost killed me. I was because I'm stubborn. I'm very stubborn. I would I would have to learn the same lesson multiple times because I would question if I really it was that less did did what I learned? Was that really the thing I was supposed to learn or was it something else? Like I would second guess all these things. I finally got done second guessing everything and, and started realizing how finite everything, how fixed this system is. So anyway, <laughs> your angelic self will want to keep its environment grids clean and amplifying to its vessel because it knows natural high vibrational electric current is what heals them and gives them more life. Your soul, your light body, the life that you get with your physical body is determined by the life that you have, your life force in your light body. Like if you're continuously draining it, drugs, alcohol, entertainment, like music that Shitty is just food. talking, man, we'd be at the gym and we'd be hearing some of this music and we're just like, we, it stops. It's like, what did we just hear? <laughs> some like toxic bullshit. Like yeah. Propaganda programming and oh. hardcore music industry is all about that. Yeah, and he, and you can listen to these things and you can see how dumbed down people are. You can see what level they operate on. Yeah, when they can even vibe to these types of statements that they're are tricking, coming out of the mouths of these artists. They trick people by putting catchy beats and sounds into it to get people to nod to it and then they so then they put the words behind it and some people don't even know what's being said because they're that everyone will say, "Oh, I just like the beat of it. I just like the beat." When the words are just absolute garbage for you, and it, your brain is a computer. And I said that in the previous episode. So even if you're not consciously listening to it, your subconscious mind is taking it all in, no matter what. Everything you hear, see, touch, feel, taste—it's all part of a system that gets absorbed into your subconscious. So you hear it, even if you don't hear it. You will remember it even if you can't consciously remember it. That's what they're doing. So they put these shitty, bad intentional words into your and, and phrases and meanings into your brain, knowing that over span of time, it will affect your choices and your decisions. And eventually it'll brainwash you. And you'll be thinking about things that you would never you would have never normally think about. It's because it's been put into your brain purposely. Yeah, like we were talking about the other night, like you don't get your behaviors and all these things except two ways. Viewing it or doing it in a past life or it being in your DNA or something like that, like that has happened, like a gazelle reacts to a lion, but they've never seen a lion before, but they know they have to run from it. It's because oh, what's that called? That Huh? That's some. That, that's a. That's called something. That's it's irrelevant that, to me. What people call it. It's a, just that, a fact. I know there was. A, there's a, a speech on that. I don't remember what it was. But I it was, don't know. 
I'm not going to hold that genetic memory. That's what it is. <laughs> Something it's genetic like that, yeah. memory where a gazelle knows for as soon as it sees a lion, even if though it never seen it, it's got to fucking run. But that's because of the it's in the blood. That's yeah. And that right there is proof in the pudding that everything is in our blood. The Kashik records, it's all there. I don't remember where I was going again. It's all good. Next slide. <laughs> yeah. And these things are so light that when you're sitting out, we're used to being on TV screen inside of the house. Your screen's locked. Yeah, you did that. Yeah, I did. Now it's you're, not. You're welcome. Yeah. Another question mark. <laughs> All right. Your angelic self will want its life to flow effortlessly in the physical form. So it will focus its power to align with its original creation instead of trying to force or manifest its creation. You'll, what I mean by that, when it wanting to align with its creation are the structures and orders of the operating system of God, heaven, on earth, right? So when your higher self is taking over and it's rising you up, it's going to steer you in the direction of aligning with those places. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you, if you earn your lower self, you're not going to like the truth that you have to face. You're not going to like what you're going through while you're going through it because you're so used to choosing the world. You're so used to eating the apple. You're so used to um, choosing the low vibrational frequencies over and over again. That's familiar to you. Therefore, it's comfortable to you. It's an easy choice for you. So your higher self is going to make you make those hard choices. The morally righteous choices. Yeah. Not the easy. They're, not, they're typically in this matrix. They're not the easy ones. No, they're not. They, they're designed so that the it's like going back on a food topic. It's like you go to McDonald's. It's why all the shitty food is a dollar. It's so easy to go get crappy food because the system is designed to give you shitty food. But if you go to a produce store or a, a farm, or let's just say a produce store, because farmers can, can have lower prices too, but a produce store. That's typically like five, ten dollars more expensive than the shitty food you can just easily go get very fast. That's why it's called fast food. So it's that that's why your higher self, that's why a lot of people choose hell because it's just easier. Again, Con it's convenient. It's convenient. <laughs> Nobody wants to make the hard choice to go out get their fresh food, start a garden, tend to it every well, day. Well, a lot of people, you know what I hear most is how do you have time to do that? How do you have time to nourish your body like that? I, I don't ever have time to do these things. You know why you you're guys so don't have time? Because you're out of alignment with your actual soul's purpose of being here. When you're in alignment with that soul, then you have time to nourish yourself properly. Your main focus, first and foremost, is to do that. Yeah, your so focus is hell. That's what. That's why you can't do it. You focus on things that literally don't matter. Yeah, that you job think that you think matter. Yeah, that job, that career, job, whatever you want to call it, that you have, that your creator did not send you to have. You are the bills keeping, you got to pay, the taxes you got to. You're keeping the matrix alive by going to that job. Yeah, 
and then taking part in it. Yeah. And then you're like, the next argument is, well, I got to pay my bills. And then you go into the space of fear instantly of fear of loss, fear of lack, fear of uh, missing out, like just, just seated and rooted and acting from fear, you know, why they- and, and you're expecting something good to happen from a fear-based choice. Like, that doesn't even equate. That doesn't even add up. That's not possible. You're not yeah. going to get a good result from a fear-based choice. You're going to get a result that's going to cause you to fear more. It's the reason why we have anything like the bills or the taxes or all these things that nobody likes to pay or do is because we have unconsciously and ignorantly allowed people, so in this case, a government, or politicians or anything, we gave them permission to run our lives. And they deserve to be paid for that. Hence why we have these things. Yeah, the people on, like, that are listening on think, Anchor can't see you doing parentheses quotes, when you say deserve. Deserve, right? Quote, unquote, deserve. But it's because we've they've designed, the system is designed so that we pay people to run our lives that don't have our best interests. So in order for them to run our lives in a hellish way, in a draining way, in a death causing way, we have to pay them to do it. Bills, taxes, all this shit that, that nobody wants to do or pay or could, or tend to, but continue but, to but do, do it based out of fear, fear and out of, uh, they don't know what they don't know. Nobody knows that there's a do you know that you don't have to pay taxes? They're voluntary. Who fucking knew? Yeah. Did you know that bills? You can not have bills if you just learn the wor- the way of the world. Go look at free te- free energy technology. Free energy's all around us. Learn how to tap into it like Tesla did. And then you don't have to pay for electricity. <laughs> like get creative with it. You just got to think. You got to step out. It, you, but people don't do that unless they're forced into that situation. And unfortunately, that's kind of where humanity's going right now. We're going to be put into a situation where we're forced to change. And that's where people aren't going to really last. They're not going to be able to adapt because they're so used to the matrix that without it, they're going to collapse and but, they're going to break. But that's the thing is that the breaking is part of the ascension. That's the part that's needed. That's you, the part that's forcing them to so the, switch up. Yeah, and that break, I just wanted to press on this, is not a bad thing. When you get pushed into that space where you have to fall to your knees and surrender to your creator because you are broken and can't do it anymore, that is the only place where your solid foundation will start to build. Until then, you're you're all in your ego. It'll definitely feel bad. Yeah, because you're you're ripping a bandaid off super (laughs) slow, like the. You're addicted to the (laughs) matrix. That's the thing is like. You're what happens withdrawal. when somebody is taken off of an opioid? They are opioid. Opioid. Yeah. <laughs> they they start having withdrawals that are painful. Yeah, any drug addict will tell you. That's why I have rehab. When they stop taking something that you start taking something that the your body produces a bunch of chemicals. When you start giving it those chemicals artificially, your body stops naturally producing it. And so that's you, what we've been doing by participating with the matrix, even scrolling through social yeah. media, we're giving our body the chemicals that it naturally produces, but over abundantly, which is toxic. Like if a, if a bodybuilder, and this is common, takes steroids and testosterone, you take too much testosterone, you could blow out your actual, your testosterone levels 
and your body will literally stop producing it. It's, and this is what some, some bodybuilders go through. And then for the rest of their lives, unless they change their plan, unless they change their diets and they, and they go towards like a healthier whole base, a uh, whole food diet, they're going to have to stay, be on testosterone for the rest of their lives because they overdosed on it. That's the same thing. It's, so when you take that away, go ahead, go take a guy that has to go on testosterone for the rest of his life away. Take the testosterone away. He's going to get sick, like very sick. A lot of lose a lot of muscle. Lose, his immune system will start to get shut down because his body's not hormonally balanced. He will, he will lose a lot of his health. So, and it's the same thing with, with drug addicts. They take too much heroin. They do too much meth or whatever it is. You come off of it cold turkey, you're going to have some sort of side effect. It's never just going to be fresh, new, all heavenly right, right there. Your body's being purged of everything that was toxic to it. It has to go through a, a withdrawal. So yeah. it can kickstart again to and start the pushing is, itself to normality. The thing is, is that you're going to be coming back from a, an altered state to a reality. And then once you are in that reality, then you have to face what you've done to yourself. And that's the, the hard mirror. part. Yeah, look in the that mirror. is the hard part because then you know that you have to do something about it. You at, you did all these you did all these actions to get yourself to the point that you're at, and then you get faced with that moment of truth, get God smack, I call it, where it's like, well, now I gotta take all these other actions in the opposite direction to get myself out of this hell I've created. All right, so the next one, your angelic self will want its life. Did I just say that? Yeah, I did. We're on the third one. No. No, fourth one. Second one. Your angelic self will yeah. want to protect and guard its kingdom from being manipulated, infiltrated by demons, abused, controlled, or drained. So this is that part where we're talking about you. You got to have some standards and you got to have boundaries and you got to there's there's a gate to heaven for a reason you don't just let anything and everything in to abuse you and use you and manipulate you just because in the name of unconditional love yeah. like there are beings out there that are acting in ignorance that they don't even know that their vessel is not even their own at that point that their soul is in the back and they use that just distracted me. Now I got to go. Well, everything you just said before. Uh, just we... protecting, just protecting yourself, protecting your kingdom like it's... to make sure. Because here's the thing. You will get 100% of what you tolerate, whatever you allow. You're going to experience it. You're going to get it. There's a lot of noise today. Just coming out of nowhere. Just Fucking now. people jamming outside. <laughs> Planes are flying low. There's so much noise. <laughs> but boundaries, it's simple. Like. I, I hate to say it should be common sense, but it's not. People have no boundaries and they're scared to put up boundaries because they're scared what people are going to think. Yeah, they're scared to hurt people's feelings. And that's Stop. the thing is that if someone truly loves you, someone truly loves themselves, when you tell them your boundary, they're going to respect it and probably even go, hmm, maybe I should do that too. Maybe that that's, yeah. that's going to keep me from suffering. And the ones that don't, are going to clear. combat you. They're going to think again, like we talked about before, you're better than me. They're going to come up with all these things and illusions in their head that are not reality about you and then feed themselves these delusions. So 
it's a clear sign of who to cut from your life. Yeah, who is meant to be there and who's not. And I remember when I posted, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, saying God's children will never take your free will choice from you. And they're never going to make you um, feel guilt. Yeah, guilt for standing up for his kingdom, standing up for yourself, for doing what's righteously right and mental and keeping things in order to keep you mentally stable and in self-control. And that's what they're doing right now at the masks. Now, this is different, though, when somebody is in their lower self saying, oh, well, you're making me feel bad about uh, the way that I'm acting. But the way that you're acting is actually detrimental to us all because you you are not valueless you are very valuable and you don't even realize it and every little tiny thing you do is huge here it affects us all and that's where people lack consideration because they're not thinking on that level they think they're minuscule because they've taught you to think that you just this random event that happened in the middle of fucking space and you don't mean anything, but the real reality here is that you mean everything and every little thing you do plays a huge role. So another thing, you're not going to be controlled. You won't allow yourself to be drained. People are going to look at you like, well, you're just an asshole because you don't tolerate anything or you're just a horrible person or a mean person and all this. I get called every name in the book. I've even been called Hitler more times than I can even count. But it's all because I won't dance with people's demons that are, that they don't even realize they have. They think that I am attacking them or being mean to them. But no, I see the, the darkness inside of you that you don't yet see. And you are using that darkness unconsciously to try and bring me down. And I'm not going there with you. And so therefore, by default, I get labeled this mean dictator, fucking bad person just because... I can see what you don't and I won't play with it because I've already been there. I've already done that. My demons, I've already seen them do that to other people through me. I'm not going to allow it to be done to me anymore. Yeah. Your angelic self doesn't seek complication. It seeks simplicity. It knows that if it's not simple, it is not life. I say this all the time. If it's not simple, it is not life. What do I mean by that? If it's complicated. No. Anyway, it's, it's hell. Yes. What is life? Amplifying energy, right? So simple things amplify our energy. Complicated things drain our energy. So if it's not simple, utterly fucking simple, like you don't need to go, like if it's something in law, you don't need a lawyer to go, you know, make up their trickster language and complicate it so that the common man can't understand it. That's not real life. That's an illusion. When I say it's not life, I mean, it's an illusion. Mm -hmm. Simple things are reality. Complicated things are the illusion of reality. What is the illusion of reality? The abyss. What is the reality? God's truth. Be like water. (laughs) Simple as flowing. Just flow. Yeah. If it doesn't flow, it's not, it's not simple complication and again get to go around it and again you have to have discernment because the abyss will let you flow yourself right into hell
All right, your angelic self will want to eat an electrifying and amplifying diet. It knows it is an electric being and amplification and electricity give it life. So it will not want to consume anything dead, drained, or manipulated by man. I mean, that's pretty self-explanatory. It's like talking about the food topic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for real, though, you we we have said this before. You are amplifying your life force by what you consume. Every moment, you're either amplifying or draining it. You are what you eat. If you eat dead things, you are a dead being, whether you recognize it or not. And you won't notice a difference until after you remove the things that are dead from your diet. And then you see the difference in how much it raises up your vibration. 100% of the people that I've told this to don't see what I'm saying until they do it. 100% of them. That's usually how it is. I you was part of that hundred percent. You can't usually see something. I mean, if you are very in, in tune with yourself and the world, you'd be able to know exactly what she's saying just from hearing it. It'll be like, okay, that actually does make sense. But they got to be able to know the feeling of that amplifying feel, or draining difference. Yeah. So what gets people is like they have a shitty diet and then for like a week they decide to go plant based and do smoothies and drink and eat you know, healthy organic fruits and vegetables and, and good be- uh, like chickpeas or whatnot, they're going to notice that they feel completely different, completely different. And that's enough you. to really wake somebody up. Like I promise you, like I'd say about a hundred percent of you are going to say, and I'm, I'm saying that confidently, a hundred percent of people that if they go from a shitty processed food, Americanized diet over to a Healthy, organic, whole food, plant-based diet, and don't fall for the and term organic turn, in yeah. the when you go shopping. Yeah, it's just a it's marketing a mar- ploy. Yeah, it's a marketing, but like whole food, plant-based uh, diet, you will feel a hundred times better. You will notice mucus start going down. You will notice inflammation start going down. You'll you'll notice headaches, blood pressure. You'll notice if you're dealing better. with something, it's reversing. Your immune system strengthens everything your skin feels cleaner everything is going to change for you just what just on one week of, that of one week that. will give you a glimpse it just depends on how bogged down your system is try it for a month like really show yourself this is well, something what, that i talk about with relationships too it's like these people that think that they're in relationships with their other half and they're not and i'm like well it's not until you let each other go that you're really gonna know if you're supposed to be with each other and that's not that that's with you letting each other go and then letting God naturally align you two back together. Because if you are magnetically charged for each other and algorithm for each other, then you by default will come back into alignment with each other without having to try to do so. Doesn't mean Same communicate thing. with the person and say that you miss them and then come back to each other and oh, it was God. Yeah, that's not <laughs> how this that's not how that works. You have to, <laughs> it's, it's a it's a process. It could be short, it could be long term, whatever it is, but you have to let go. And we said that in a bunch of, in the other podcast too, you got to without any expectation and it's a hard feeling. I, I get it. It's definitely not fun, especially if you think you care about somebody, but what better way to test your faith. To see and if th- where you're, if you're where you're supposed to really be. Yeah. Like how would you feel if you didn't do this and you just said stubbornly, no, I'm with the person I'm supposed to meet. And then 50 years later, or 12, you realize you that realize you weren't that you and up. you're like, fuck, I wasted all this time with the wrong person. Like 
it's you might as well, especially for you young people out there, I'd say anybody below 30 or 40, honestly. I mean, if everyone's going to be eating healthier and everyone's going to be in alignment, then we're going to be living a lot longer. So anybody under 40, you should test this. Seriously. You, you should Seriously really do it. your soul a favor. Even above 40, anybody out there that <laughs> is truly wanting to get back into alignment with God, test the theory. Any I know age. it's not going to be easy. I just say under 40 because like programs. once you're with someone for so long, you become comfortable. It's and then you fall into the space of, well, I don't want to have to do all this all over again with somebody else. And that's what keeps you where you shouldn't be. You yeah. find all these other reasons and justifications. That's not but, angelic angels. If you're an angel shit and you know, you're supposed to be with another angel. You're going to do whatever the fuck you can. Make sure and you're it, with the right one. Like you're not going to sit there and hang out with a demon if you're an angel. And if you're a guardian of God's kingdom, you're going to do what God asks you to do, not just foolishly walk away from that and do what you want to do just because it's what you want to do. That's that's Satan. He did what he wanted to do. Yep. And, then talked, false and then talked man into doing what they wanted to do and then brought them down this whole path to where they don't even know that they have a creator. They're so fucking blind and naive that yep. they think they created themselves. He was so selfish. He had and to bring down have, humanity with him. And then they have beliefs. And I, I used to have these beliefs too. I used to have all kinds of beliefs about what is or what wasn't or this or that. I had tons of them. Like, oh, you can't, if somebody says something, I'd be like, well, that's your reality, not mine. And so there's certain instances that's true, but there's things that are fixed in this system. And so I can't just act like that. I can't. Just can't. <laughs> you just can't. <laughs> Goes against the your core belief. No, but oh, I knowing. get where I was going with that belief. Like where there are beliefs in the midst of the word belief, there is a lie. It sits right there in the word. Be there, life. <laughs> there is a lie. When you have beliefs, you don't have truth. Truth is finite. It is fixed. There is nothing that you can do about it. It does not bend to your will. It's like religion is a belief. It doesn't. It it's not going to the whole entire universe and its structure and operating system is not going to change itself just to make you happy and comfortable. It's not going to do that. So when you have a belief, it's your first indicator that you're not living the truth because you're living in delusion with your beliefs. God set the tone for all things, and that's just how it is. And it doesn't matter how we feel about it. That's it's the same one. thing. We we all have to face the same truth. I had to face every truth that I speak to you. Every time we come on this podcast, I'm talking from experience, not from some shit I read somewhere. I don't do that. As I've said, everything I say comes from firsthand knowledge. And truly walking with God. Well, I watch so many people say that they actually that they're walking with God, but yet I see them not. I see them walking in their flesh yeah. and completely clueless to it. They don't even know what they're doing. And like we were talking about um, on the phone, I think it was yesterday with um, someone, a friend of ours who also went through our class and he was telling me, he's like, I found God because of you. And, oh. and you were saying the same thing. You were like, it wasn't until you guys ran into me that 
you were able to come to terms with God. It was the word saying, yeah, we said, I said the universe. Yeah. Because they tainted, as I've said, God does not contradict himself. And in the Bible, look how many times the word is contradictive. So therefore that's another red flag. This it's been manipulated. So man has been groomed into this space of where there's so many contradictions that they can't even believe that, that that creator is even real anymore. So then that's more easy for Satan to take them down into the abyss of the false kingdom instead of the true kingdom. So they get into the space that we were in and everybody else that has come into this, into the truth we're in where you had this distaste in your mouth for God. It was hard to even utter the word. It's a sensitive topic. I mean, you go around to people today. Most people would be uncomfortable saying God. I mean, yeah, there are billions of, of there's a, over a billion plus Christians in the world. And, there are and they don't mind Muslim. saying it because they're not even talking about the right God. Yeah. But people, for me specifically, if I talked about God with any of my friend groups, nobody was super religious. I didn't grow up with Christians in my family or catholics or muslims you know i never hung out with uh religiously uh strong people people that just went to church all the time that wasn't me so that was never a topic of discussion we never had to talk about it so whenever the word did get brought up i'd be like oh you know it's i don't go to church man you know if god exists he exists but you know, you'd stay in your flesh, whatever like whatever, there, none of that matters. I'm just going to focus I on would, my flesh. And... I would completely deflect it. Like I just wouldn't even talk about it because it just made me uncomfortable and I didn't know anything about it. And going down that belief structure, I, I the reason I didn't do it was because I, I fell for the victim aspect of not the victim, but I didn't want to hurt anybody else's feelings or I cared too much about what other people said. So if I said something and they got upset about it, that would affect me. So I just avoided the whole topic in general and that would never and talk plus about you it. didn't ever have, neither did I, the full clarity and conviction yeah. to stand on solid ground and so, speak the things that we say without wavering an inch. Yeah. I would literally, I, that's another thing. I wouldn't, I didn't know what to talk about. So if I don't know what to talk about, I'm just not gonna talk. So I avoided the topic. And then eventually over the last four years, I got into the universe spirituality quantum physics and that and look beyond all of it to yeah. what tied it all together which was the truth where it all yeah. came from it came back to god yeah the one thing that everyone in the world it <laughs> stems from <laughs> like it all no matter where you go no matter it's what so conspiracy funny. theory you look at or corrupt government uh operation it comes back to God. <laughs> yeah, even in all of the government, the documents and everything like you can't serve two masters that even says that it is illegal for you to operate in the matrix and in the kingdom of heaven by their legalese and all of that like you can't serve two masters in that way. Just like you can't have two emotions in the same space you there's no middle yeah, ground faith or your doubt. Yeah, you're not standing in between the two that's not a space yep all right do you want do one more slide your angelic self will seek internal peace balance harmony and alignment over profits and deals with demons 
they're not going to care what deals are on the table if there is demonic energy involved, meaning that there's going to be demonic money involved and all of that is tethered to you. You're tethered to everything that you choose to tether to yourself and everything that they are tethered to also is affecting you. And I remember when I used to think, well, if I just believe that it's not affecting me, then it's not. That's not how a fixed system works. That's how hell works. That's how uh, the false kingdom works, where everything is nothing and nothing is everything. And whatever I believe is the truth and all the weight is on my shoulders. In God's kingdom, in the reality, when you get out of your delusion and you get into reality, there is that structure and that order. And uh, you're not going to put yourself in positions of things coming back and affecting you that are going to affect you regardless of your beliefs. Like I said, it doesn't matter what we believe. It's irrelevant to the truth. Truth and belief don't exist in the same space. You got belief, you got no truth. If you got truth, you don't have belief. If you got dreams that you want to accomplish, then you're not following God's will because he you don't need to dream about things you want to accomplish. Your only dream should be God's will. Yeah, literally, that's it. That is, that's all it is. You, your whole purpose of being here, you need to be surrendering your vessel back to the one that created your manufacturer, you know, surrender back to the manufacturer. They know everything already that you don't know. So why put all that weight on your shoulder and continue to create circumstances of suffering? Even if they're little tiny things of suffering, you could be having the best finances in the world, but your relationship has its suffering. There's some kind of thing going on in relationship, best finance in the world, your relationship with yourself has suffering. Um, your health. Yeah. It doesn't matter which one, like you can't justify that all these other areas are great in your life. So I'm going to just, you know, I'll take that one little negative that's coming on. You know, I'll, I'll, t- I'll eat that. I'll take that because the rest of the stuff's going so good. That would be me being ungrateful. That's the kind of mentality it is. But the real gratitude is not allowing yourself to suffer at all, to be watering all of your garden properly and evenly yeah. so that other pieces of your garden are not trying to reach to other, other parts of your garden and take the nourishment that are supposed to be going to each of these individual places that you're supposed to be micromanaging and overseeing about your reality. And I know that's a lot that some, a lot of people aren't even going to understand what I just said. Cause a lot I of haven't. people aren't going to understand anything we, <laughs> we've been saying. Some of them are going to have a hard time even uh, trying to come to terms with it. Okay. Your angelic self will seek harmonic events, not chaotic events. So simple. So like, like uh, going to a music festival, everybody is running around, uh, getting drunk, Drugged tripping up. on drugs, whatever it is, falling all over each other, leaving trash everywhere, all in the name of free love and, you know, high vibes. But what you don't realize is that in the reality of it, that is not a high vibe at all. That is a very low vibe experience that you're having and you can't even have it sober. It's such a high vibe place that you can't even be sober while you're experiencing it. You got to alter yourself so that you can endure the low vibe that you're in and you don't even fucking realize it. Artificially overdosed high that you're in. 
Dude. Dopamine, dopamine high from that. I've just Molly been there. That's why that's why LSD. I get so passionate about it because I've been there and I've done all this stuff. And Same. I can tell you there's nothing higher than the high you get from walking in alignment with God and getting everything that he has left as your little treasures of abundance that yeah, you're supposed to find along your it's path. It's fucking bliss, dude. Yeah. It feels so good. And even in the moments it's got where- got no worries. Everything's just worked. Yeah, even, works in, even in the moment. And that's the thing is like, He'll take you to that last hour over and over again. See if you're going to squirm or if you really, truly have that faith you say you do. And even if something looks like you might be suffering, there's a difference in your suffering and your learning, your waiting room and your pain. Like the pain is painful and digressing you, taking you down when you are going through something that is growing you it like we've said before it's painful too but it's not the same kind of pain because you're gonna grow from that i just realized you know, you know why people go to the festivals it's not just it's not because it's the high vibe it's because of the fact when they're there they literally have no worries because everyone is there in the midst of the music all trying to have a good time dance and hang out with other people so it's the fact that they have no worries on their mind in the moment, except that's for when everyone who's escaping reality it's escape. That's all it is. They're escaping. That's and I'm why not people, saying that it's wrong to go have a good time. You can still go to the thing, but a lot of people they overdo it. Like there are people that have a life code and have an obsession where like every month, every weekend, they're going to a major festival. Look at me. I'm at what's the yearly one Cruella or I'm at. Coachella. Coachella. Cruella DeVille. <laughs> no, Cruella is a is an okay. artist. Okay. She's an artist. I know that one at least. <laughs> um, but yeah, Coachella. Like, you know what I mean? People go to those things and they're all about like and they all get dressed up crazily. Some people are just half naked. Some people are straight up naked. And they're all doing it because in that weekend or one one week, I know some of them last week, there's no worries for that week. People are stepping away from their life. They're stepping away from the job. They don't got to worry about going to work. They're stepping away from responsibilities. They're there to party and have a good time. The only responsibility they have is to wake up and eat food and drink water to maintain their sanity and to maintain consciousness while at the, the, the festival. Like they have no responsibility. It's like everyone can be a kid again. It's, the, it's a place that everyone strives to be as a kid where they don't have responsibility. But the pop, that's the problem is responsibility is what's needed it's what creates order you can have responsibility in your life you can have order you can have structure and be in alignment with god and get the exact same feeling that you would get at a festival like that because when you are without, in alignment without subjecting yeah. yourself to all the bullshit in yeah. the process when you are in alignment that itself is it's literally bliss because you are at a point in your life where you trust God so much that whatever happens to you, you have no worries. Don't have money for rent. You're not worried. You know, it's going to be taken care of. Don't have food on your table for tonight. No worries. Everything's going to work out. It's going to it's going to play out the exact way it's supposed to. You, no matter what the world looks like or how it may look like to the outside looking it's in, like, it's you like know, you will be fine. For example, no matter what happens in our life, when God is moving us, 
from one place to the next, he'll start stripping us of the things that we collect. Like, Tethers to the, to the matrix. Yeah, like in this next chapter of our life, we're able to tell what's coming for us. We don't know the exact destination of where he's sending us, but we do know that the departure is coming closer and closer because it's we, getting to a point where the things that we have collected over the time we've been on this island are starting to have to make their way out the door. We're not able to keep them any yeah, longer. Things that we use for convenience are being taken. Yeah, and that's this only happens right before Something. our next <laughs> chapter where we get taken off. And then the next part, after we get rid of everything, that's more comes. Move. It's like it's an upgrade yep. every single time. Always. So so when you see that start playing out in your life, you start to not even concern yourself when it's when God says, okay, time to get ready. Time to get rid of all these things. It's time to move. Like, okay, cool. This is going to be fun. Who are we going to meet in the process? How, how's it all going to play out? This is going to get really interesting. Like yeah. that's, that's what's interesting to us is how it plays out. Because though I know my end outcome, Though I know where I'm going to be standing by the time I fulfill my mission for being here. I do know that. I don't know what steps and choices I'm going to be making on the way there. So I won't be able to. So, so it, it's not predictive, even though it is, if that makes sense. It's, it's not boring. Yeah. It's mysterious. It's like. I woke up today. I didn't know what I was going to do, but by the time I went to bed, I had an amazing day and I didn't plan any of it. God did all of it. So anyway, but that's where I'm going to stop for today. You finished the last point. Did I? We'll feel its way through life. Rather than oh, see it. your There's angelic self will feel its way through life rather than see its way through life. So using all of your senses, third eye, instead of, the physical okay so all your physical senses that you can like if you touch yourself right now that you feel that you should be able to use those same senses when you're feeling your way through life you have someone walk up to you and you feel inside your gut something is off about this person or their intentions towards you and you don't listen and then you go into the situation anyway and then you find out later why you had that feeling and you're like man i should have listened to myself how many times do you do that how many times are you gonna have to do that before you stop not trusting yourself anymore yeah, we talked about that before about yeah. our experience i was like you're gonna have to test it like it's yeah. not gonna be an overnight thing where you just know like so be aware when you do get that feeling of oh i'm feeling i shouldn't do this either one trust yourself and watch how it plays out and be like wow like i'm glad i listened to myself or two make the choice knowing and then don't make like a choice like oh maybe i should jump off this bridge to see what happens like yeah, no. don't make like a dumb life altering that could ruin your life decision. or maybe i should get in this car with these strangers yeah, that i like, don't know and i'm like drunk and i'm a woman and they're all men and discernment but like something small i say that because i did that <laughs> I did that end up in a horrible situation. Yeah. I <laughs> that I couldn't that. even be like, I couldn't even be upset with them about. I put myself in those shoes. I was the dumbass that jumped in a car with a full of strangers on an island where I knew nobody and then expected it to turn out different than what it did. Like, yeah, some some stupid shit happened, but stupid, stupid me caused it. I could have easily not got in that car. <laughs> you just gotta. <laughs> 
test and it I out. felt it too. That's the thing. That's the, the whole feeling it out. I felt that that was a bad choice and I still went with it. Cause again, I'm stubborn. I learned all these things I'm telling you about by trial and error, by feeling my way through it, by making the choices that could end up either way on the opposite side, just to observe the consequence, just to see what route it took me so that I could correlate the feeling that I had with the outcome I was getting. So then once I realized, okay, the feeling that I had caused that outcome and this feeling causes that outcome, it was much easier for me to steer my way through a physical situation and not be blinded by the physical situation because I could see beyond it. And when I say I could see beyond it, I'm seeing with my third eye. I'm seeing with every cell in my body because I'm feeling it. I can hear, I can taste, I can smell, I can see all and feel all just through feeling it. That's how you talk to God. It's not like this voice you're just going to hear inside your head that's just directly telling you everything. God is talking through <laughs> you, to you through his language, which is frequency. Ryan, don't <laughs> make this choice. Yeah, if it was that easy, oh, then what okay, would free God. will be needed for? <laughs> Thanks, God. <laughs> <laughs> he is saying that, but he's saying it through it's, frequency, through and you life. have to decipher the messages. Yep. Last bullet. All right. Let's see. Your angelic self will form habits, behaviors, and ways to operate with life that create peace within and give you more life. You're just going to keep amplifying that life. That's eternal life when you continuously amplify that light body. It's like the video we put up already. How to sustain heaven. Yeah. So, and your habits, your behaviors, the way you operate, get those things in alignment with high vibe action. Because anything else is you not aligned with God, and then you're leaving some part of your kingdom open to manipulation, suffering, sabotage, just any kind of low vibe thing that you can think of that comes from hell. You're leaving it open for an assault that it never had to go through. Like, that never had to happen. All right, so... We'll go over the last slides. Should we just go ahead and do it? Up to you. Hold on, let me see. All right, we can run through the last one real quick because there's no point in doing two, a whole nother one for one slide, basically. All right, your angelic self will want to cause no harm to anything, not itself, nor outside itself, because it knows that to do so means a cycle forming or recurring pain of recurring pain for itself to experience. If you do something that is harmful to anything, you've done something that is harmful to everything because it's all one thing. On a cellular level, it's all one thing. And you can't harm one thing without harming all things. You can't love one thing without loving all things. That's just how it is. Yeah. Your angelic self will not want to be governed or overseen by anyone but its own self. And by that, I'm not saying its own self. I'm meaning God and in your higher self. Your higher self is the one that you you get the God view from. Your like you can self. zoom out and overlook all of yourself. That part of you is the only thing that you're going to allow to govern you. That and God. Because 
your higher self knows that no other man in existence, like I said before on, I think the last podcast is inside your vessel, seeing, collecting data and noticing everything that God is telling them. Like you get obvious, God, God gets very obvious with you. You only don't do what God is asking you to do because you're in denial of doing it. It's not that you don't know what he wants. It's that you don't want to accept what you know about what he wants. That's Lucifer. <laughs> he completely defied his daddy because he just didn't want to follow his rules. <laughs> he wanted to make his own rules. Yeah, and when you are operating in alignment with God, you don't need another man to oversee your operation because you are already operating at a way that is an asset to everything. You are not causing a liability. You are not harming anything in existence. So therefore, you don't have to be overseen by anything. You're not a destructive force. When someone is not aware of themselves and they're operating in hell, they do need to be governed because they don't even understand the, the ramification of their action. They don't understand the consequence of it. They don't understand the impact of it. So therefore, if they're not willing to, to use their mind, then they have to be willing to lose their freedom. That's just the reality of it. Well, that's what the war is right now. The spiritual war is for your soul and it's in your mind. They're controlling your mind. That's why, they, that's why we're all enslaved. And this next <laughs> one is, this next one I really love because I get told all the time that I'm angry. <laughs> and I am not angry. <laughs> it would be so fucking stupid of me to be angry when you that is be, you could be righteous no angry. that's what that's where i'm going that's where i'm going with this oh i'm talking about demonically angry emotionally angry. yes because most people don't know what i know therefore when they get angry they're angry at a demonic state they're not coming from they're, the passion they're so, ignorantly angry so this next one is your angelic self will stand up for itself with a fire blazing through its veins when need be and not just itself but for any being or anything or any creature whatever it is that is being harmed or whatever if you there's a difference in you being like i said angry demonically where you're just in rage and your uh, want resentment and spite and, you know, all these fucked up things that people do to each other. And then you having had enough of all that bullshit and not allowing anybody to walk over you anymore. That's different. That's a righteous fire inside of you. That's passion. It's not even an anger. It's just this is what's fucking right. And that's what's fucking wrong. And you're not blind to that space. And a lot of people go, there's no such thing as good and bad. Yeah, that's that's how you, uh, <laughs> that's the abyss talking. Yeah. That, I said the same thing. I said. There's a higher place I to exist than to, to, to exist in that space of no right and wrong. We can sit on the fence and do nothing and expect to get somewhere. Because when we're sitting on the fence doing nothing, where's this big spaceship we're all in together going? This Nowhere. That's funny. This I remember talking about this in class. I was like, I used to say that good and bad was is based upon the perception of the person doing it. So like I said the same thing. But this is this is where God comes into play, right? So for, let's say for example, there's two different people: person A, person B. One grows up with the concept that murder is bad, right? 
where it is bad. The other person grows up where if you don't. I know where you're going. <laughs> the other person grow, grows up and says, or they're taught that if they don't murder, they don't get food. They don't get a place to sleep. They don't get to be part of society. So they grow up thinking murder is good, is good, even though in their soul, it's not right. But essentially, if you can do it along enough times, you will, your soul will break into pieces. You'll, you'll start ripping apart your soul in, in certain areas and eventually you'll be used to murder. It's where but the, they'll think that and that's murder is amplifying to them. Yeah. And they they'll, think it, there's a reward. That's one thing that people get lost in the abyss about is that love i said this too love and hate there is the, was the same frequency i said <laughs> and are like you can love to murder somebody and love somebody and it's the same frequency because it's love that was the stupid shit that i used yeah. to say back before i woke up right so you got that person person a knows murder's wrong person a person b thinks it's right because that's how they survive and they could both justify their way of living but this is where god comes into play and this is where we have to draw the line. The Ten Commandments. There was the they were written for a reason, so that there was a moral line. There's morality in this. God is the moral, moral line. line. You can't just justify certain things because oh, I deem it as good and you deem it as bad, but it's good to me. So there is a line, and that's when God came in, wrote the Ten Commandments, and said, Mankind if they want to stay in the moral side of life, follow these commandments and you will know which way to lean. You will know how to follow your intuitive path because it will give you that more like thou shall not steal. Thou shall not murder. Thou shall not do what adultery. Is that a thing? I think adultery is on the commandments. I don't even know. Whatever it is. <laughs> I don't remember. They, but when you see the commandments, you'd be the like, okay, is, like, yeah, that makes sense. Here's the thing. Of well, course it makes when sense. You're it's living, inside you. When you're living in alignment with God in that moral code, and then you go and read the commandments, you're like, this well, is common well sense. duh, this is common sense. This is, this is fucking morally righteous but and right. Humans and mankind have gotten so stupid that somebody had to come in and write it. It's like, hold on, hold on. Remember <laughs> when we went to the gym? Remember when we went to this gym we're at the first day we were there and we walk up to the weights and the, there's a sign on there that said it was in Spanish and it, it said like something about $5. $5. And we're like, wait, it's $5 to put weights on here and use this? We just paid a membership. Like we were confused. We stood there like, what is going on? And these other guys that can speak Spanish are laughing at us and they come walking over and they're like, this is just saying if you don't put your weights back, we're going to charge you $5. And I, we both looked at each other we're like, this is fucking common sense, like human decency and consideration. They're not, they're not going to charge you $5. No, but, but it was just to get people to like, yeah, oh, okay, I'm just going to put it back. We anyway. were saying like the lack of decency in people, yeah, like well, the lack of consideration, the lack of knowing that like common sense that, hey, I moved those weights. I should probably put those back. Yeah, like that's what that. humanity is missing right now. That's moral character. And I hate those people at the gym that load up the, the, the squat rack or the bench press and then they get done and they just leave their weights on it. Or I put my to, I'm going to rant for a second. And I've, we got to go take now we got to take off 200 pounds unnecessarily of energy that be able to even put our weight that we want on. Yeah. Or or add weight. Or I go and I put my weights down that I'm going to be using for all my sets 
and some lazy ass fucker comes over and grabs my weights. He could have walked 10 feet to the other side and grabbed the same weights that I had, but because mine were right beside him, he wants to grab mine. And then I have to sit there and act like people think that I am rude or something. Cause I'm like, no, put that shit back. Like take your lazy ass over there and go get what you did not could have took you two seconds. Don't be fucking with my mojo and my reality like that. <laughs> if somebody, I asked the guy the other day, he was using the kettlebell. He said, sure, I could. He wasn't at the moment, but he had a rhythm. So I was not going to just sit there and do it because I know I wouldn't want that. If I had yeah. a fucking barbell or a dumbbell or a kettlebell sitting there and it was a part of a superset that I'm doing, dude, don't take it because then you ruin the the, the program, the, the, the style I'm about <laughs> to be doing. And, and I have to pause now and I lose the pump. Yep. So. That's kind of how we operate in life. You so, don't want to just, you want to do that. How you operate in the gym, just operate. In, in <laughs> Most people aren't even in the gym. <laughs> so anyway, in the gym, but the you point, know what I'm talking the about. The point <laughs> of what, yeah, you all do. The point of what we're saying is, is that there are times to be righteously fired up about things and to stand up for what is morally righteous and correct and true in this world and to not tolerate everything and be acceptive of everything just because that's what they've brainwashed you to do. Like, you're not a good person if you don't accept me as I am when how you are, though you're not aware of this, is manipulated, programmed, processed, and not yourself. And I'm sorry, I just can't accept something that was complete that is not the true you. I never will. I never, ever, ever will. You will never get me to accept the true you. And people can't, they get really butthurt when they're like, you don't even know me. You don't know the half of what I know. You, mean, you don't even <laughs> you know, don't you. know you. And I can see the real you. You were that You don't out know that you are. You haven't even met that person yet, but I can see it. I'm just trying to help you remember yourself. Yep. All right. Your angelic self will know how important it is to always remain a child at heart and explore its own consciousness to unlock itself and always questioning the things that you do, not in a way where you second guess yourself, not, uh, should I have done that? No, questioning what you do to see why you do it. Where did it stem from? There's always a source for, for every action that you take. It stems from somewhere and when you can identify where it stems from you can identify the entire space and time between the outcome and the place it came from therefore you can look at somebody too and see when they're not themselves you can see when they're they're not living their truth yep your angelic self will listen within itself over all things because it knows that everything that is supposed to remember and accomplish here is within its own dna this is one big reason why I don't go read books, because if I need to know the information in the book, God's going to lead me naturally down a path that's going to teach me the information that's in that book. I don't have to go get it. <laughs> it's like a game. It's like a game, right? If he does, but there are times, let me say this, there are times where he will lead me to a, a piece of information, a video or an article or a chapter in a book or whatever it is, he will lead me to that. If he needs me to see that at a certain time, my path will naturally align me with that message. It's like the, it's like a game, any game. If you're playing like a detective game or if you're playing, I don't know, some adventure game, like you're going to be brought to the exact, it's, it's programmed. We all, we all obviously know the game is programmed for you to go down that path. So, but, 
from the game, let's put yourself in the game, your perspective. You don't, the game, the person in the game, the character has no idea that they're in a game because they're not conscious. They're not aware if they're not a, a living being, right? But imagine- And you, you imagine are that you're the, that. Imagine you're the, one of the ethereal spirits Right, you're one of the yeah. ethereal spirits that's playing the game, and you're the vessel is the avatar for the ethereal spirit. Yeah, you're just tapping <laughs> in. It's like in the episode of Rick and Morty, off topic again, on topic. But Rick, there's an episode in Rick and Morty if you ever seen it, where Rick goes to an off planet thing, and there's like a uh, an alien arcade, and he goes on one of the games. It's called Rick, where you put a helmet on, and you go into like a conscious down. Your your consciousness leaves your body and goes into the game and you wake up as a baby in the middle of the night as if you had a bad dream and the whole game is a literally living oh, life, life in a the life. matrix so <laughs> in the game you could live for 40 to 100 years and when you die in the game you wake up in the game you're like oh oh what the fuck happened where's my wife and my kids <laughs> yeah like <laughs> rick oh morty did that he took me put the helmet on he lives to 45 years old or something he gets married has kids becomes a grandfather he's on the stairs climbing to get reach a book in his library and he falls off breaks his back and dies and he wakes up he's like whoa whoa Where's my wife? Where's my kids? <laughs> and You're was, in a game. And he was only in the game for like three five minutes, minutes, five minutes, like whatever it was. Like now take that aspect, put it in the game. When you're playing a real game, that game has set programs and parameters where the, the, you're going to have to go ex meet somebody, talk to somebody, acquire certain items. And the character in the game has no idea they have to go get it until they go and meet the person that's there or the item that's there and they know a part of the mission it'll be like in a scroll or something right the older games and it says it's like a riddle and you know you have to go this way you're following where it's telling you to go that's literally life you have free will but your algorithm has a specific end game and uh, end, end game like you have a de destiny that you have to fulfill for your specific algorithm we all have a specific algorithm your the free whole, will the only way to restore it all is to fulfill those things yeah and your free will dictates whether or not you go on the path of the game or if you go off of it. Some people never get to the end, end game. They never get to see how their destiny plays out because they're too stubborn and too selfish and too greedy to want to go do the thing that they want to do themselves. Well, let's say you were destined to be an architect for a building, the building a, a whole brand new world so that everybody could thrive abundantly. But you decided that you wanted to be a, a NASCAR driver. And you're like, no, I want to go do that because I love speed. Speed is everything. If you ain't first, you're last. Like <laughs> Ricky Bobby type shit. And you throw off the whole fucking world. And now the whole world won't be able to get all brand new architects because you decided it was better for you in the moment to go be a NASCAR driver instead of help humanity. That's that's essentially what's happening. You that's have that an big algorithm. selfish part where you put yourself and what you want in front of what's now, the best for the the whole kingdom. Now, now, given you don't know what your destiny is, because if you knew what your destiny is, that would take away the whole aspect of uh, finding yourself. You don't know, like we understand on the majority of what our purpose is, but do we know exactly what tool or obstacle or obstacle no, no, no. tool we or know, platform? We no, we don't know that part, but we like I know what the end goal is. I know what the end game is for me. I know where I'm standing at that end moment. 
I've already seen it. I've already been shown. You just don't know the specific yeah, tools that are going to be used to get you to in it. the middle. Yeah, you can know. The- I can identify them when they come to me. Yeah, and I'm like, that's what I needed. I needed that. Okay, cool. See, now that, next, and that's it. People need to focus on the broad aspect of this is what my what I'm feeling called to go towards. My, the end result is going to be me accomplishing or doing this for humanity. And it's it- the specifics. You don't know, but that's the thing that people stress about is they think that there's a specific thing that they have to do and that they get so, stuck on that thing that takes them away from the broad aspect of what they're brought on earth to do. The only specific thing that you have to do is go within and find the wounds that you have and heal them and stay in alignment with God. Choose heaven all the time. Those That's the specific thing. If you're going towards a space where people think that they're being called into this place of profit. But are you going towards that profit because you were called there by God or are you going there because you lack something or feel that you lack something? Cause you never lack. It's just, you feel you do. And then you create the situation of the lack. And that's something that we constantly have to ask ourselves whenever we're making a decision. Why are we making this decision instead of just going ahead and making it? Where's it stemming from? What would push us to make this decision? Once we identify what pushes us, we're like, ah, got you. We're not making that decision. Or yes, we're making this decision right now. Because yeah. it, it, it really boils down to the dimension of where the decision comes from. Because if I'm making a decision that comes from heaven, stems from heaven, I'm going to experience heaven. So I'm going to make that decision to go that way. But if I'm making it from hell... I know I'm going to experience hell. So I'm going to go ahead and X that out. I don't care what the little, little details are of what I'm going to get in the midst of the journey of that. I'm not concerned whatsoever. I know what the end outcome for myself is going to be. That's what I'm focused on that. I'm going to get to experience a higher vibe place. I'm going to rise up even more in heaven. I'm rising the ranks up that instead of allowing myself to continue to fall. All right. Fall down the levels. I think that was it. No, it's not. Oh. Your angelic self will have clarity with what it experiences, where it experiences, and why it experiences. The reason being is that when you know that it's a fixed system, instead of being in that delusion of the abyss, you can have clarity. You can't have clarity in a space where you have to create yourself. There's no clarity there. You're constantly having to figure out what to create while God has already got it figured out for you. And you're limiting yourself by thinking you have to create it all. Your angelic self will, will walk with confidence and full authority over its own dominion. It's not going to cower down to anything that man has to say, because it knows that what man has to say is irrelevant when it comes to what God's truth is and what God has you here doing. You won't care about that. No longer will you care about what people think about you, what people say about you, how people look at you. None of that will be relevant to you. The only thing that will ever be of concern to you ever is God. What God needs you to do. Why God put you here. That's it. That's the only thing. This vessel Nothing is not mine. This, this is not my vessel. This is God's vessel. I didn't create it. Therefore, I have no right whatsoever to tell him or dictate to him what I do with it. That's not why he created me. And that's a hard one for people. Real hard one because they, they argue stay free in, will. Be like, they well, stay I can do whatever their, I want. But they, yeah, they stay in their ego, though. 
Yeah, you can do whatever you want, but how is what you want going to impact you and everybody around you? How is it going to heal your soul for you to do what you want? Because a lot of times people do what they want to escape the healing work. You, people think that they're here for themselves, which they are here for themselves, but it's to find themselves to help the world, to help humanity. Because we're all, every single one of us that's that world that's alive right now, listening to this around is a literal warrior. Now, they, now, mind you, there is some, you know, demonic cesspools. There is people that are soulless because there is another artificial system out there that's being run and creating empty portals of humans that have no soul. They're just consciousness-based. But we're all warriors. We're all here to defend the garden. We're all here to grow for ourselves, for our soul, so that when we heal and grow our soul, it helps humanity, the future humanity, the generations that come so that it grows and grows and grows. It's bigger than us. And we have to stop thinking from a finite perspective. Everyone no, no, thinks, no. We have to stop thinking from a ego perspective. Well, that finite kind yeah. of ties in with ego because if, if somebody is perspectively looking at life as it's finite, then they're going to be stuck in their ego because I'm going to die. I have to, I'm going to have to be here. It's only me, nothing else. Nobody else matters. I'm going to make all the money in the world. Screw everybody else. Like, because yeah. they don't, they're not looking at the but end game. The they're not looking for the, the progression of like, what's the purpose of you being here? If you can't con con uh, help contribute to life after you're gone. Right. You if you bury, if you plant a seed, you know that the seed's going to grow and become a tree one day. And that's going to be, something that could be used for the generation after you but you're planning it knowing that life goes on life continues it's about per it's perpetuating the never-ending cycle of life but helping it grow finding yourself and helping everybody else grow by you finding yourself <laughs> that makes sense mm -hmm. but i was gonna say having the discernment too because it well, is discernment, a finite it we need is to have like a fucking hold on it is our a, own commandments no <laughs> like, it is a fun not our own it's god's there is a finite written in somewhere where people system, can see it. regardless and none of us can debate that no, we can try all day long we can run all day long and i find it funny when people try to debate it or try to run from it because you're going to you can't you can't outrun yourself but for so long before you have to face the truth we have to write it, what I just said. All right, so. We have to create, even though it's not ours, like you said, it's God's, and there is the Ten Commandments already. Somebody needs to see a rule book of, of steps to follow, a, a, a guideline. I mean, yes, there is the commandments and there is a moral guideline, but like yeah. that was back then, created for times when life was not as altered as it is right now. Now, we need something. No, it's, it's always been as altered. But this this time, but there is nothing out there right now that people can look at and be like, have discernment. Like, where is it saying the commandments? Discernment. discernment. Discernment is the middle ground between to, to know, because like I said, the lie and the truth are exactly the same. And if you don't have the discernment to know the resonant frequency of each dimension, you won't know which one you're participating with and perpetuating see? and amplifying. And guess what? I don't see that anywhere up on. Yeah, it's not. It's not. <laughs> well, That's I mean, what I'm saying. We but it is in the Bible. <laughs> there are. I'm sure there are 
uh, scriptures in yeah, the but, Bible that people yeah. are going to quote and say it's, it says this in the Bible and all that. And but not everybody do, reads so the Bible. It, but not everybody reads the Bible. Everybody knows it's tainted in yeah, some aspect. Some way so that we, we can have a yeah that is labeled like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Our own commandments, which are not ours, they're God's. But just translating just to them. get people structure so they see it. Yeah. And it makes so, it easier for them to comprehend. So if they, let's say they're watching this and they, they stop watching us for a while, but they, they want to keep remembering how to operate without having to go watch that episode all over I again. Have something. Boom. One, two. And they can have like a, like if you have a goal list, when I was an entrepreneur, I, I list down all my goals and how to keep myself organized. I have a little thing that I put in my notes that tells which side of the, of the, the dimensions you're on which which one which kingdom are so you then, in we're gonna make that we're gonna put that together and everyone here is gonna get it <laughs> all right removing demons no from our reality line. yeah is much more than just telling them to leave or asking them to leave living a life that is free of internal and external uh, chaos and demons and you know suffering in general can only be acquired by us having boundaries we have to, and those boundaries are how we operate. We can't switch up the operation to appease somebody just because we're attached to them or just because we have an emotional tie to them or anything like that. The, the boundaries are there for a reason and they're there to keep us in heaven. When we operate without boundaries, both external and internal, we allow ourselves to be free reign for them to enter our kingdoms and steal our thrones. That is what they do when they come through that portal, as we talked about in the demonic embodiment. We drop our guard, let down our gate to heaven, drop our standards, our boundaries, and then let them have free reign to go and be destructive forces to ourself and everything else in our reality. So my question to you is why with knowing this, why would you want to give your thrones, your kingdoms, away your crown like okay when i'm talking about your throne and your kingdom and your crown let me give a definition to that real quick before we end your crown is your mind they've taken your mind your crown has been taken your throne is your vessel they've infiltrated and taken over your throne your kingdom is your environment everything that you are experiencing in your reality They've infiltrated your kingdom. When are you going to take it back? It's your responsibility to do so. That's where I'm going to end it for today. Great questions. For me. All right, then. Answer those questions. When are you going to take it back? Next year when I'm ready. When I have the time. Yeah. yeah. Excuse maker. Well, <laughs> I got to go either way, so... See All you right. guys. <laughs> that was it. Peace out. Bye.